Hello, everybody. This is Federica. And Anna. This podcast is about finding yourself and your vocation a bit later than society tells you to. So in order to do that, today we're going to talk about our lives and the choices we've made to end up where we are right now. How exciting is that? I'm very excited to talk about this today. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, Anna, you're from the States, Alabama, to be precise. And uh, what are you doing at the moment? Yes, so I am up in St. Andrews in Scotland, and I study Latin and Greek. Um, Mm -hmm. And before that, I spent a gap year in France uh, as an au pair learning French. And yeah. But what about you, Frederica? So you're from Italy and you've ended up in Scotland as well. Oh, yes. So uh, at the moment, I'm studying journalism at uh, Edinburgh Napier University. And before that, I've done many, many different things. Um, I've been in the UK for, uh, I think, seven years. Yes, seven years. And in Scotland for four years. I was in London before. Um, I started studying a a little later. Uh, I mean, I found what I like uh, when I was probably around 25, 26. Uh, but before that, I've done, yeah, other other different things, as I said. And so uh, what about you? How long have you been living in the UK? So I've been in the UK for three years now. I'm going into my fourth and I've really enjoyed it, except for the really cold and harsh winters where there's no sun. <laughs> yeah, um, as someone from Alabama, and I'm sure you can relate to this as, you know, yeah. being from Italy, it it is a rough adjustment, but I really have enjoyed my time there. So you said that you spent a gap year in France. Uh, How was it and uh, how did you come up with the idea of going to France? Well, so where I'm from in Alabama, everyone goes to about five universities Mm -hmm. and they know what their life is going to look like. And that's great. That's fine for them. But I knew that's not what I wanted. And when I was in high school, it really stressed me out to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do because I knew it wasn't going to look like everyone else's. And it was stressful, the fact that I didn't know what it was going to look like. Um, And I had to learn Latin in school and I really enjoyed it. And my Latin teacher was kind of crazy. He made us speak in Latin, which is highly controversial in the world of classics, but I enjoy it. So I guess that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And from that, I really wanted to learn a modern language because I wanted to speak with more than, you know, seven people and people who were <laughs> alive and not dead. Uh, so I tried to teach myself French, but it's really hard. I mean, you certainly would know this. It's really hard to learn a language by yourself yeah, yeah. because it in nature is a communal thing. And my parents had the idea of, you know, why don't you go work in France? And I, you know, said that that's possible. Like I can do that. And apparently you can. So I just started looking into it and I um, found a website where I could, you know, be an au pair and they would background check the family and background check me. So it felt a little safer and, um, I ended up being an au pair to a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old, and it they're just such a wonderful, beautiful family, and I miss them, and um, it was just such a great experience. And in that, doing that year, gave I, I knew when I was a senior in high school that I, I was thinking I wanted to go to St. Andrews, but I didn't even know where to begin 
applying to a yeah. university yeah. internationally. Like I hadn't known anyone who had ever done that. And so that gave me a year to research it and email them and ask them how to do that. And, you know, talk to people who had done that before. And then I applied. I somehow got in, still questioning that one. But, you know, I only have one year left, so they can't send me an email kicking me out. Well, I guess they could, but I hope they won't. But anyway, and so now I've ended up in the UK and I absolutely love it. Mm hmm. Um, so about your experience in France, is that how you expected it to be? And apart from the language uh, that you certainly uh, learned uh, very well, uh, what else do you feel like you're uh, still bringing with you today? Mm. I think, well, one, moving to France really helped me move to the UK because moving to the UK was exponentially easier than moving to France because I didn't have a language barrier moving to the UK. Um, being in France was at first a lot harder than I expected it to be. There were, because when I went to France, I should also say this, I did not really know French. I tried to teach myself French. I did say that, but I knew, you know, like how to say, I don't know, how do you say, and hello. Mm. And I knew the basic structure of the language because I know Latin and I had, you know, looked at it online grammar charts and such but i i did not know french i had no vocabulary and the family i was placed with was just absolutely gracious in helping me learn but you know those first few months were just information overload and my brain hurt every day and i was just so tired and so frustrated that i couldn't learn the language faster and you know the things that come mm. with moving to a new country yeah. like getting, yeah. you have to get lost i feel like you don't move to a new country without getting lost. I'd love to hear your getting lost story. And, and so I think having tackled, already tackled all of those things that come with moving to a new country, it was just a lot easier when I moved to the UK because I expected some of those things and it I didn't have to deal with learning a new language. Mm -hmm. So, but what was that like for you? So when you moved to, to the UK, did you already, I'm assuming you already knew some English. Oh, well, uh, I guess it wasn't that much better than your French when you first moved to France, you know. Uh, yeah, I knew like the basic uh, structures and uh, some grammar, but it was completely different to, you know, face a conversation with a native speaker. Mm. Uh, so it was, uh, the yeah, the language was a little bit challenging at first. Um, but that was not the, I wouldn't say that was the biggest challenge. Um, and about getting lost, I feel like I was, I was already lost before moving. That's why I moved. Uh, so when I just very briefly, when I finished high school, I, I went into, I went to university in Italy. I studied philosophy for three years. Uh, because I didn't know what else to do, basically. I mean, I wanted to travel the world, but I didn't have the resources and, uh, I don't know, the self-confidence and, you know, to to actually plan that. So I did what everybody, was, what, what everybody else was doing, which is going to university after, especially after what I was studying in high school, where, you know, with the diploma I had, you really have to to get a degree after otherwise you cannot really do a lot of things um so i hope that philosophy would give me uh some answers but it actually gave me more questions um 
So I didn't finish my degree. I wasn't in a very good place at the time. I was very frustrated because, you know, when you go to university and things don't go well, um, yeah, you're not happy with it. Your parents are not happy with it. And uh, you you don't, you just don't feel good. So I planned to move for, uh, for a summer, um, which, yeah, then became like a total move. Like now I'm fully rooted here. Uh, I started working in the hospitality sector. I was a chef for almost uh, 40 years. Um, so something wow. totally different from what I was doing before and what I'm doing now. Uh, but I feel I, I, I really value that experience because um, when, you, when you're groping in the dark, you have to follow something mm. and the the nearest thing is what your guys what your guts tell you to do and i think i had two or three criteria that i was following which is something just do something you like and i love cooking even if it's not something i want to do every day of my life but i i, I really enjoy cooking uh, something that makes you grow as a person well, honestly, the uh, uh, working in a kitchen, as a, especially as a female chef in London, uh, it's a very uh, tough and challenging environment that forces you to um, stand up to yourself for yourself. Sorry, and so at the beginning, I was I was feeling I was still feeling very lost. But because I I wanted to look professional, I wanted to be respected by my colleagues, and I knew that you know with the, after a few months, I understood that for me it was even harder than for my male colleagues because it's a very very masculine environment. I just you know I think I thought fake it until you make it, mm. and then because I, I I wanted that so bad, I wanted it to be you know uh, I wanted my my work to be considered as good as anybody else's and I was working very hard for it as well that uh, I, I I reached something that I couldn't just I think reach uh, when I was in my hometown um, you know because I was in a foreign country and uh, I was I, I was basically working full-time uh, I don't know 50 55 hours per week sometimes in some wow. some jobs where I where I worked and so I, I also became a little bit ambitious ambitious in the places where I worked and all that just helped me have uh, I think what I what I have today and what I was lacking before mm. which I think is more self confidence and also uh, more knowledge about myself my skills and uh, my limitations um yes but I have talked for a very long time now um so no, I got. Well, I have something. I, I, I love what you just said, especially because, you know, you, you've done philosophy. You, you know, you went to university for, for you know, three years, and then you were a chef, and now you're in journalism, and I love, I love that because you're you've done more than one thing, and each of those seasons, from I think what you've just said, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is each of those seasons has prepared you for the next one and has made you more confident and a more strong, you know, not only person, but a a stronger woman in advocating for yourself and Mm -hmm. um, just giving you the confidence you need to do awesome work and get it out there and be proud of it. And in a a similar but different way, I, I, I mean, I haven't experienced it to the extent that you have yet, but I I'm right there with you of, I think, moving to a different country it does give you that confidence and even more so when you're working in an industry that where you know especially as women we have to advocate for ourselves yes so like I I love that (laughs) (laughs) thank you 
And uh, yeah, I think that's what it's about, like building your own path and, uh, you know, not choosing what society tells you to, because maybe you're not feeling ready like you uh, you felt when you went to your gap here in France and you need something else that maybe study can, can't give you in that moment of right. your life. So you cannot just go on as a, you know, like a robot and uh, doing what everybody else is doing. Maybe you need something else. And that's what I would like to tell an employer as well when maybe uh, they look at my CV because it's so, uh, you know, different, uh, full of different things. I've, I've also I've also been a, a support worker for a year here in Scotland. So it's like hospitality, philosophy and support worker and now journalism, what these things have to do with, the, you know, between themselves. And yeah, as you said, I, I would say a lot because uh, I, I, I wouldn't be the same person without it. And uh it, it it just I think it gave me that in, internal structure uh, that mm, mm, allows me to to go on to the next challenges, uh, you know, with a different mindset, with a more mm. stronger mindset. Uh, when I look back, especially at my years in the kitchen, uh, which were really, really tough. I'm proud of them. And, uh, you know, even if I'm doing something completely different, it, it is still a challenge and it's still me uh, who is facing it. So I, I it's just um, easier for me to see the end of it, if, if that makes sense. That makes complete sense. And I think, you know, the skills, yeah, I guess looking at it from the, the perspective of an employer, they might want someone who's been in whatever industry they're in forever. But in actuality, I think, there are skills that come from other industries that might be beneficial to whatever, you know, area that you're in and that you just can't get unless you, you know, <laughs> you can't get if you're just staying in one narrow stream. But mm -hmm. if you go, you know, walk through forests, you, you find more things. I think like the other thing I, I was thinking about is um, I think you said something like you knew in your gut that it was right. Mm -hmm. and yes yes and that's how that I wanted to bring that up just because that's how I've felt too mm -hmm. of even though it was hard to go to France and hard to go to the UK um I it just it felt right and you know especially you know after this degree I think the next step I'm going to take is the one that feels most right and, and I don't know I think there is something to yeah. trusting your gut how how do you listen to them though? Uh, like if someone <laughs> is listening now and say, "Oh yeah, it sounds easy." Like uh, yeah. uh, you thought about it and you just did it, but there are you know infinite possibilities uh, and choices we could have made. Uh, right. how, how why did we make just them that now we value and we appreciate and we we say you know th this is actually what uh, brought me here and uh, mm. really worked for me. How did we approach them? Well, I, one, I'll answer first because I'll that'll give you time to think of your answer because <laughs> I really want to hear what you have to say to answer this question. <laughs> um, I think for me, for me, it's kind of just been exactly what you said. I've thought about doing something. You know, I had to get over the hurdle of, is that even possible? Like, what? You can do that? And, you know, once I get over that hurdle, I go, okay, people actually do this. And then I do it. I, I mean, for me, it, it's just been as simple as that. But it's 
and, and it, it's also very it's, hard it's a feeling very hard to describe i would say it is a feeling very hard to describe. yeah i don't i don't think it's very i mean it's i don't think it, it can be really translated in into words no at least right. not words that i know uh, i think and, and as soon as you do yeah. something like this mm-hmm. even if it's not moving to another country maybe you're moving to a different part of your country or yeah you know if you, if you just do a big have a big life change and you you kind of you work through that and you get over that like a, you know maybe you change careers or something and you realize that you you can do that you know mm-hmm. that you're okay and you're still gonna make a living and you're still gonna you have friends and you, you have you know you can build a community and and I think until you you do something like that it it's like we could probably talk about this all day this feeling that you know yes. you have when you do that but it's yeah. hard to explain it I agree mm-hmm. yeah I feel I feel exactly the same it's just when I when I probably um uh, visualize myself in that kind of thing uh even if there's so many unknown elements around I can actually see myself there and I can actually I don't know visualize myself growing into that and getting something mm-hmm. out of it so um for you how how was it um i mean the before and after uh was it exactly like you expected or in some ways yes or not well i think the other thing we have to talk about i think both of us mm-hmm. is covid because yeah covid for me was the unexpected and i have really struggled with that covid happened while i was in france so i was in france for oh. 2019 and 2020 mm-hmm. and that was fine i mean i stayed inside with my my french family for 3 months we played badminton every night it was it was honestly a great experience the world was shutting down and horrible things were happening and i had a great time <laughs> <laughs> but then when i came home and went over to university the first two years were really hard for me because when you move to a new country or have a big life change or, you know, you you change your community. And for me, I didn't really have the opportunity to create a new community in St. Andrews until mm-hmm. this past year, my third year. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard because normally I, I think generally when you meet new people, you you maybe go to a larger-ish party and you see a bunch of people and maybe you might pick one or two people to go have coffee with or go do something. They go, okay, I had a nice conversation with them. I want to continue that. But because of COVID, I had to only have those individual one-on-ones. I could only meet up with somebody one-on-one. And mm-hmm. I I may have some social skills, but I am deep down an introvert, and that was very hard for me. Mm. And so as so once we could you know start have start having large gatherings again when it you know was safe to do so, that was just a life changing. I I thought at first my first two years that I just didn't like the UK, but in actuality I just hadn't met you didn't you know, know the UK. Right, yeah, I hadn't met then. Scottish people yet, and yeah. you know. As soon as I did that, of I was course. like, oh, well, this is this is awesome. This is great. This is nice. I, I love this. Uh, so I think that was kind of I, I didn't expect that. But it's not something that I think is innate to moving abroad. Just it was just part of moving abroad when mm-hmm. I did. 
it was it yeah. was a major setback the yeah. the covid i feel like i was a bit luckier because in that period i was doing uh, support working and perfect so, yeah so i still i still got to see people talk to them and uh, I, I i had a job so yeah of course my life wasn't uh, as before but i don't think it changed as much as for uh, other people i still mm. had to go to work i still yeah so so people colleagues talk to other people in in person because it's a it's a job you have to do in person so I I um, yeah I feel I was a little bit luckier. Uh, for you the university side the university aspect I I I agree with you. I think I think it was a little bit hard for me too. And yeah, it has been a very tough period for everybody. But uh, okay, so COVID aside, because you've been here longer than I have, um, mm -hmm. what was it how you expected when you came to the UK? Yes or no? Oh, yes and no. Uh, I, I, I honestly can say that I think I got what I wanted from it. I, I wanted to build something that I could look in retrospect and be proud of, talking in general terms. And uh, of course, I didn't know exactly what was that because otherwise I wouldn't have learned anything. Uh, so for for other things, no, um, it was there have been very very hard moments, very happy moments, uh, as you know, life is. But I, I can say that um, my idea of uh, probably grow as a person, my like personal project, yes, for that I think it, it worked as I wanted, and it mm. it still is because you know it it's never ending. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, absolutely for me too. And I think this will go into our next point of, I think one of the fears that I have right now is because I'm going into fourth year as well and, you know, we're ending our, you know, university, time in university. I, I do, one of my options now is to move back home into the mm -hmm. city that I was born in and spend the rest of my life there. And while that is absolutely great for some people to do, it it kind of terrifies me to do because I would absolutely miss that feeling of, you know, what's next and that unknown and how am I going to figure this out? And and I, I don't know. I just I think the next the next thing I pick to do, you know, whatever that may be, it's got to have some of that element of whatever we were talking about, that feeling when you move to a new place yeah. and, and maybe overcoming something. I don't know. But yeah. I think you should always have that kind of feeling. Me too. Yeah. 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 I think for me, that's also why I chose journalism. I, f I feel like it's such a, it's, it's, you have so many possibilities. You can always explore different topics and delve into, you know, lives of uh, different people and you'll never get bored. So yeah, I, I'm chasing that kind of feeling too, constantly. Um, yeah, that's also why I feel like choosing uh, journalism feels like my choice. Uh, it's uh, it's something that I I understood with time, and I understood by you know uh, I wasn't pressured of you know by doing anything else. I could I could still be a chef. It's just I think you need to be uncomfortable and uh, embrace that feeling and. Absolutely. Uh, and just go with it. Yeah, Is no, that... absolutely. Have you have you heard of Brene Brown? No. So she talks about, she calls herself a vulnerability researcher, which I think she hesitated with that term at first, but I love it. 
because it's exactly what you're talking about. Like in, in order to, she basically talks about how in order to do anything, like anything creative, any, any learning, definitely mm -hmm. you have to be in that uncomfortableness. You have to be, allow yourself to be vulnerable, to fail and yes. um, to all those negative things in order for something good to happen. And that's definitely how I feel about, you know, everything we've been talking about today is yes, there were things that could have gone horribly wrong, but in in our cases so far, they haven't gone too terribly wrong. And there's been great things that have come out of it. And yeah. I wouldn't, even though it's been super hard and uncomfortable, and I wouldn't trade any of that for the world. Mm. Yeah, and that ties uh, really uh, well with uh, that that feeling we were talking about before. Mm. When you when you feel like yeah, you, you you could be you could be just in your comfort zone and go on with your life, but you want something else. That's for probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, uh, and that that kind of embracing that that being uh, that feeling of being uncomfortable and uh, pushing yourself uh, out of your. Uh, of what is familiar to you or what mm. or what feels uh, safe. Uh, no, I, I like that. I think those are good ways of explaining it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully someone out there will be listening to this and be like, oh, I have a word for that because I hope there is a word out there for this yeah. somewhere. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So do you, you've talked about uh, the dilemma you have about going back home or staying in uh, uh, in Scotland. So I wanted to ask you about your future perspectives and also if you miss home, uh, which seems like a silly question. Uh, I'm sure you do, but in what way you do? Yeah, um, I do miss home, I think, because a part of all of us is, you know, where we grew up, whether we like it or not. And, you know, I I loved I had a great childhood. I'm very grateful for that. And I miss my parents and I have, you know, I have friends and a community back home. And because of, I guess, how I've done the last four years, I've been able to go home each summer, which has kind of helped that any homesickness that I might have. And also some I've gone home sometimes at Christmas because my birthday is on Christmas Eve. And so, oh, my mom, yeah, my mom. Has nice. Only, right. <laughs> but you got only one present. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it depends. My parents did a good job of, you know, separating the holidays. But um, I don't know. I, I to me, I like it because most people remember my birthday because it's, you know, a crazy day. But, you know, my mom hasn't given up being with me at Christmas and my birthday yet just because it's, you know, a really big point of our year because it's, you know, two, two, two days of festivities. So she's either like she they came over to France while I was there and uh, either I've come home for a week or, you know, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, So I've got I've been able to go home and I think that has helped. Not everyone can do that. And so I've I've been grateful for that. And I think each time I go home at first, it was weird. And now it it's it's normal just to go home. I feel like I'm in the Matrix sometimes, like I'm just switching between worlds. Mm -hmm. But Every time I go home, it, it's like there's less of me there, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Of, yeah. I, I don't identify, I guess, as much with home as I used to because now I, I part of me is in a different country and that's becoming more and more my home. And so I miss it less and less, which is kind of sad to say, but it, it's, I guess, just how it works. 
And, you know, I'm always, I will always be grateful for the lessons and the lessons I've learned where I'm from and the people I've met where I'm from. Um, And it will always be there for me to go back to. And my, my thinking is, you know, I have the rest of my life to experience the rest of the world and I want to do that. So I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm just going to take it step by step. So, um, do you see, do you see yourself in Scotland or do you think you're going to travel more, like move more? I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. I could, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Mm. My, I'll tell you the plan that I have at the moment. And, you know, this is when we were back talking about, you know, our gut, this, like, I just, I feel it in my gut and it might not work out and that's okay. But my plan at the moment, I, so I'm also an ice skater. And which is very I'm, cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, and while I'm still young and, you know, I don't have a ton of joint pain and can move my body and, mm. and while I'm not tied down, like I'm not dating, I'm not married, you know, don't have a career job somewhere. I want to go try to be in some sort of ice show like Disney on ice or Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to do that, I'm, I need to go train somewhere for a year. So uh, there's this rink up in Michigan um, that I know and love and the people there are awesome and they work really, really hard. And I'm going to go see if I can go maybe train with them for a year or two and then try to be in an ice show because mm. in an ice show, you there are, you know, if you do, for example, Disney, they have a few tours that go around the U.S. and then they have some international tours as well. And for me, I, I see that as as my way to, you know, see a lot of the world while getting paid. You know, it it I don't know how the salary is, but I think it's enough to live on. And that's really all you need when, you know, you're young. Yeah. So that's my plan at the moment. But and I, I feel it's the right step in my gut. But, you know, I'm just going to start working towards that. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I think I'll always regret it if I don't try. Yeah, I, I think so. you should definitely go for it. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I really want to try it. Um, but what about you? Like, tell me about, you know, missing home and, you know, how is it coming back and, and what are your plans for the future? I think I'm going to stay here because I really, really, really like Edinburgh uh, mm. or Scotland in general, even if it has to be another city. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, it, it's a very strange feeling because now it feels like home for me, uh, mm. but it's very hard to find the de- to find a definition for it because of course I'm from a different country so when I come back I feel like you said like uh, sometimes I feel a, a little bit like a stranger but on the other side mm-hmm. there's something that is so intimate and so just well known that uh, you know it's part of you inevitably uh, whether you like it or not of course I miss parents I need I miss friends mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, miss, I miss the sunshine I miss the food sometimes for how much I try to recreate yes. it here uh, <laughs> but you know some products are uh just very very good uh from where i'm from and um, absolutely i mean you're yeah. from italy yeah I mean, and my i know and my hometown is famous for mozzarella so oh. i oh my god i cannot even begin to describe you how 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 good it is how wonderful
I can only imagine. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, but aside from that, I I would say that I feel like a hybrid a little bit because even here, I I of course I I've been living in Italy for twenty two years, so I'm I'm not Scottish. Uh, but on the other hand, when I come back home, I'm I'm still Italian, but I I I'm I don't identify as you said, completely with the, right. uh, with the place where I was uh, raised. Uh, yeah, I think I, it's just something I acknowledge and I, I, I have to live with it because inevitably mm. even here there is a, a cultural barrier. So even uh, I usually tend to have more Mediterranean friends um, because, you know, we have more things in common. I, I I really like, you know, spending time also with my colleagues at university or, you know, in, in class or uh, studying together when, when there's the possibility of uh, when we have some group uh, assignment to do. Uh, mm. But um, it, it's a very, uh, probably this is an, a topic for another podcast because yeah. it's, it's, it's really complicated. Yeah. Do you think, if, if you're okay with answering this, do you think you <laughs> would ever move back home? In terms of uh, how I would see my, you know, future career, I don't feel like there there are many opportunities for me back home. That's that. I, I mean, that's the way I feel right now. I yeah. may have a completely different answer in the future, but I feel like I I would try here first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I I, I hesitate in and saying that sometimes just because you know exactly like you i know said, never it makes say you look never. bad yeah and I'm... and it does it feels so yeah, bad like I know. oh well because <laughs> ah, it's not a bad place you know I, I think we can say that i i've never been to your hometown but and like it, it for me like it was not a bad place to grow up and it's not a bad place to be mm-hmm. it, you know the people are very nice like there's great food and you know it's beautiful and I don't know like I just think like I've been there for you know 18 years I want to go see the rest of the world you know and yeah. I only have a limited yeah. amount of time to do yeah. that yeah so yeah. yeah I know I feel exactly the same and if I mean for the people who don't that's 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 completely fine I have very very close friends who I'm in touch with nearly every day from my hometown that you know don't feel the same way uh but yeah again you just gotta listen to your guts and what what you feel like you need uh, because it's very different from from you know person to person we we're wired in very different ways and exactly well i i i think the way that we have chosen to live our lives i agree with you is not for everybody Mm -hmm. i used to think when i graduated high school i thought well why isn't everybody doing this this is really hard but it's great it grows you as a person Mm -hmm. everyone should do this i don't think that anymore i think yeah yeah i think it you got to be a little gutsy and a little bold and you got to be willing to fail in order to do this and you know if you're not willing to do that then don't do it you know it it's not for everybody yeah and i also think that uh you know, some people are more maybe rooted in the place there where they they're born, so they find their you know their goal in life where they where they live, and uh, you know, it's, and that's a good very, thing. Like, yeah, that's great. It, absolutely. It, it really changes from person to person, so right. you just have to understand what's good for you, what's right for you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for us, that was not it. No. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's absolutely okay. Uh, right. Yes. 
So to wrap it up, let's say one point for someone who's listening uh, to take away uh, from this podcast. What would you say? I would say, you know, for for that person who maybe feels a little trapped in their hometown and wants to get out, you know, I'm I'm not speaking to the people who are really comfortable where they are. You know, if you're comfortable where you are, that's great. Stay there. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's okay. That you you get to choose the life that you have. Um, but you just to that person like you you can do it like just it's uncomfortable and it you're gonna have you know a lot of times where you, you know a lot of nights where you, you cry and that's fine that's part of the human experience yeah, I've been there but, yeah <laughs> you know right oh yeah me too um but get out there you know if you want to go move to a different country you know just take one it's just one step at a time like you might need to get a visa or might need to you know you got to find a job but you can do it just put yourself out there and you know the worst that's going to happen is you're going to they're going to say no and you're going to fail and then you know that's okay mm-hmm. you you'll still have learned something in trying to go through that process and for me it, it it's been invaluable and completely life-changing and i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world mm-hmm. but what about you No, I I would just follow what you say. Uh just uh, if you feel like uh you're stuck, uh if you feel like you're not happy and there's something missing, uh just pursue that. Don't 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 ignore it because it's easier to do it. It's fine to be uncomfortable, it's fine to be scared, it's fine to fail. Um and it's good too because every challenge is also an opportunity and you're just going to find yourself stronger i mean that's what also what i would say probably to the 18 18 year old federica just you know uh good things happen and uh you know behind all the doubts and paranoia and the worst case scenario you have uh, figured you visualize in your head many many times there's also something good uh yes. and you know uh you can do it yes absolutely <laughs> it, it, it it just one step at a time and mm-hmm. you know it's fine if you don't find your path immediately i didn't i will be 29 in two days so i'm not exactly super young i'm still young but not super young and i'm still at university but i, I i'm really happy with it uh it's my choice it feels like my choice i've reached it out uh struggling and working on it um so i wouldn't trade it uh for anything and it's it's um it's a very good feeling to have you know to to feel like you are in the right place uh in the in the right time and it doesn't mean you 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 necessarily need to move to achieve that sometimes it's just something uh that is you know that you didn't think before or you know maybe facing an audience uh or uh i don't know so doing something that is uh changing that is your completely career. new yes yeah. yes it's uh, just listening to that feeling listen when you are not happy with it and go embrace the uncomfortable absolutely i mean it's it's i think it's the it's the two choices you have are to you know embrace the uncomfortable and try it and you know realize you might fail but you also might succeed or kind of regret that for the rest of your life and mm. you know for me I I'd rather risk failing and risk succeeding as well than than you know regret it. Absolutely. So okay. and and everybody's journey is different, but you know it's your journey and it's going to look different than everyone else's. Like the, even if you do take the normal path, it you know 
and that's okay. Yes, yes. It's Just beautiful. Be your choice. Be, make it your choice. Yeah, exactly. Not, not society's choice. Not your parents' choice. Not your friends' choice. Absolutely. That's, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think uh, I think we're done. Yeah. Well, Frederica, it has just been such an honor to get to talk to you about all of this. And it's nice to find, you know, someone else who is on that journey right along with you. So thanks for talking with me about this today. And, you know, I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, it has been an absolute pleasure for me too. It's really nice to find common ground with someone who lives on the other side of the world. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we should do this again. Yeah, well, talk soon. Bye. Bye.